Scott Chasen from uh, Kansas247sports.com. Scott, good afternoon. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. Hey, let, let's dive into this thing. And uh, j- just the overall feeling that you get from, from fans and alumni on, on what has happened and, and how it has been handled. Yeah, this, you know, it's a question I've thought about uh, a lot, really, the last two weeks, the last, I don't know how many hours, I guess four days-ish, um, you know, really dating back to Thursday. And the word I, I would just use is tense. I mean, it's been tense from uh, KU fans. I think there's been anger, uh, you know, on the fan side of, of being unhappy with, you know, obviously Les Miles being unhappy with the administration, the hiring process. Um, and then I think it's gotten more and more tense, whether that's between, you know, Jeff Long and Les Miles, the athletic director and the coach, uh, whether that's the press conference that, you know, I was just on with uh, Jeff Long and, and, you know, 70, 80 other people. I mean, it was one of the biggest numbers I've seen in terms of a Zoom presser. And, uh, I mean, Jeff Long got some really tough questions. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to speak for his tone, but but it, it wasn't that he was, like, flippant and angry about them. It, it seemed like there was a lot of, you know, kind of upsetness. I don't even know if that's a word, just in the way he was speaking, you know, almost maybe like a, a defeated tone at times. Um, it's been a really tense situation. I think there are a lot of people who have some, some real anger, and um, I think it's certainly shaken up uh, the KU Athletics Department, obviously LSU too, obviously very serious allegations against Les Miles. Uh, but just from the KU perspective of things, I think it's been tense, uh, and, and I think there's, there's a lot of anger and a lot of uh, discomfort with uh, fans and how they feel about the program. From whatever angle you come at it, there are some that that, that think that Les Miles got exactly what he deserved. And there's others that, that would say, "Hey, that was a long time ago. He's and it was at a different institution. Why? Why was? Why did Kansas pull the plug now? And, and didn't they do their due diligence in the beginning anyway? Yeah, you know that was a, a big topic of conversation. Uh, you know, really on on today's press conference. You know what. How did you vet, you know, Les Miles? Because, again, Jeff Long and Les Miles, uh, you know, it, it's funny is not the right word, not like ha-ha funny, but, but the dichotomy of things is, is so interesting that at Les Miles' introductory press conference, Jeff Long was palling around with him and joking about the hiring process and, uh, you know, kind of likened it to, you know, he'd go and talk to some other people to make Les Miles jealous and Les Miles would talk to some other people. And it, it was this big funny thing and they're great friends and, uh, they've got this special connection and uh, and all that. Whereas today, you know, Jeff Long, um, I, I don't want to use the word audacity. That feels a little bit strong, but uh, it kind of had the audacity to be like, well, much was made about, you know, us being friends. And it was like, no, you made actually much about that, that <laughs> friendship and, and that being a big part of it. And um, obviously that backfired when it comes back on you and, you know, you look at things and, and, you know, all of a sudden there are these issues that maybe weren't properly vetted. Now, uh, Jeff Long expressed uh, confidence that KU vetted Les Miles, that certain things were concealed, that you know he spoke to Les Miles and asked him point blank, is there anything that can embarrass the program? And according to Jeff Long, Les Miles said no. And then apparently he asked him again, you know, either a couple months or, or before you know a lot of this reporting came out, um, and, and said again, anything that can embarrass the program? And Les Miles said no. And Jeff Long was asked point blank uh, at the end of the press conference by Andy Staples, um, great question was, he lied to you, so why wouldn't you just fire him for cause? And Jeff Long really didn't want to get into that. You know, he said that's a question for, for lawyers or it's debatable whether or not he lied. And, you know, I, I think that's probably has something to do with the settlement um, that Kansas reached with, uh, you know, Les Miles, because I think the most important thing for Kansas was getting this thing over with. 
Um, but at the same time, you know, what, you know what you just asked. I mean, it's a good question. You know, why didn't Kansas know about this? Not only were, you know, Jeff Long and Les Miles friends, Jeff Long was an athletic director in the SEC. So you would think he would have some ties there and some ways of finding out information. You know, obviously, I believe Kansas had a firm helping it, too. You would think that that firm would have helped with that. Um, You know, it certainly led to a lot of people not having the most confidence uh, in the Kansas administration. And that's where I was going to go next. With that, like, how does this impact the administration and the future of Jeff Long as the AD? Well, for now, and I, I say for now, it sounds like he's going to get to participate in this search. And uh, he was challenged about his track record at Arkansas. I actually, point blank, uh, someone asked him, you know, hey, your hires at Arkansas weren't successful. And he said, in what regard? And that reporter responded by saying, you know, on the field. And uh, that was a pretty tense moment in the press conference where it seemed like, uh, you know, again, I, I don't know if defeated is the right term, but uh, he did not, you know, he, he spoke with a pretty um, emotionless tone and basically said, you know, I've had a lot of roles, a lot of responsibility, I have experience, I can do this, I can hire whatever, you know, and, and he has. He is an experienced athletic director. Um, at the same time, you know, he's got a 3.5-ish million dollar buyout, I think, and, you know, part of me doesn't wonder if that's a, a big part of um, you know, what might be or might lead to him sticking around for a little bit longer than you think, just because, you know, if you're paying less models a couple million, you just bought out David Beatty for a few million, uh, you're going to have to pay a new coach, presumably a few million. You have to pay a new athletic director, presumably, you know, at least a couple million, uh, and then staff changes and all that stuff. I just think it's a, uh, you know, it can be very expensive. And, you know, with all of that being said, I, I do think, it's probably pretty, you know, unstable ground for for Jeff Long right now. He really has to get this right, uh, whatever comes next. One of the the key reasons they brought Les Miles into Kansas was recruiting, in my opinion, and, and he was able to to start kind of turning the tide from the JUCO route that the Jayhawks have gone down to actually getting guys come in. How do you see this impacting recruiting and the guys who have signed to come and play specifically for Les Miles? Yeah, well, I've reached out to a few. And the ones I've heard back from so far, which is, you know, just a a few out of a lot, um, have affirmed that they're, you know, still coming, whatever. But, you know, you kind of hit the, you know, nailed it right there, which is that Kansas didn't get into the situation it's in overnight. I know most people know that Kansas is one of the worst programs in college football, but they don't know why necessarily. And it goes back to two bad coaching hires in a row, Turner Gill, Charlie Weiss, followed by David Beatty, the guy who could have started to fix it and set it on the right path. And instead, what happened was he kind of exacerbated the problem by just like, you know, uh, going the JUCO route and taking so many guys. I think in one, um, what's the, I think he took like 18 or 20 JUCO kids in one class. I don't have it all in front of me, but it, Mm. it was crazy toward the end of his tenure. It was like every mistake your predecessor went down you're now going down that exact road. And and maybe in his case, it was because he couldn't land high school talent anymore because certain guys weren't interested, maybe or maybe not. I don't know. I'm not trying to make an excuse for the guy. But that's the one thing, like, Les Miles has done well. You know, someone had tweeted, uh, just like a fan had tweeted last night, um, you know, Les Miles just wanted this job for a paycheck or whatever. And I responded, and I said, actually, that's the one criticism you can't have of him. Uh, Les Miles torpedoed his career-winning percentage, although not, you know, it's still pretty good, but... Um, took two years of straight losing to rebuild Kansas the right way with high school players and high school talent. And Kansas is about one recruiting class away from having fixed numbers. 
But now you're making a coaching change. And if you make, you know, hire the wrong guy, you have program departures, that guy doesn't bring in the right recruiting class, you know, boom, all of a sudden it's right back to square one. So I think Kansas is at such a tipping point right now where you have to absolutely nail this because Les Miles isn't the only staff assistant they've lost. You know, they lost their offensive coordinator, Brent Deerman. They lost an outside linebackers coach um, to SMU, who's a great recruiter. You know, they, you know, they lost probably, what, three of their top five recruiting assets on staff at minimum, maybe, maybe even worse than that, maybe three or four. Um, and so now all of a sudden it becomes trickier. So it's just kind of a tipping point with the program that, you know, if they get this higher right, you know, a year or two from now, people won't be talking about this, and people will be talking about how Kansas football has found a way to kind of restore itself to at least some relevancy. Um, and, and if they get it wrong, people will continue to talk about it like it does. And, you know, it might take even longer for Kansas to get out of this mess. All right, Scott, I, I'm going to ask the question. Miles is – this is this is you and your crystal ball. Miles is 67 years old. Does he get another opportunity? I can't – I cannot imagine he would. Um, you know, it, no matter, I, I know, you know, allegations against him and, and he's denied many of those allegations. And I do think it is, you know, worth stating that, but also, um, I mean, you just look at, at how sourced, how well sourced, um, you know, some of these, these allegations against him are, and, you know, I go beyond, you know, the, the most severe thing that I think everyone will rightfully focus on is the allegation, um, that he was, you know, driving around with a student allegedly kissed her and, you know, said he could help her career and then invited her back to a motel, allegedly all of that, um, that he denies. And I, I think that's obviously significant, right? That no, no doubt that's significant. Another thing I think is also extremely significant is just the culture um, that was described at LSU with the allegations that Miles, you know, physical appearance, uh, the way your body looks, the color of your hair is going to affect not only, you know, you getting a job, but where you work, when you work, how you work. Um, I think that stuff is so just unacceptable um, and gross that I think even if there weren't the allegation, you know, obviously of inappropriate conduct with a student worker and, and, you know, the car ride, which again, I think has taken most of the headlines, I think there would be enough in there to keep him from ever getting another college football job again. So where does Kansas go now? Uh, I've seen a couple of names already. Uh, wh- what what are you hearing? What are you thinking? What what's what's the fan base want as, as far as the new direction? Well, I, you know, I've actually heard there are quite a few people with interest. You know, one name that I think makes a whole lot of sense. You know, Willie Fritz. He's a guy who's been thrown out before. He has roots in Kansas and Kansas City. Uh, you know, obviously his Tulane overall record isn't great, but. Um, they made Tulane made one bowl game in the 13 seasons before he was hired, and they've been bowl eligible in three straight years. So that that tells you he has, you know, fully rebuilt that program and taken it to a place that it hasn't previously been. Uh, kind of an under the radar name that has a lot of local support is Kevin Kane. He's the Illinois associate head coach. He's an outside linebackers coach there. Previously, defensive coordinator at SMU. He's really young. I don't think he's 40 yet. Uh, he's a, a former Kansas guy. He's been on Kansas staff before. Um, and, and he's a guy who just has a, you know, an absolute ton of support. Um, I think even a former quarterback, or he's a former linebacker at Kansas. Um, Carter Stanley, who was the quarterback at Kansas a few years ago, I mean, he tweeted. He was like, hey, it's time to go get this guy. He's expressed interest in wanting to be a head coach. Um, I actually think he would bring a, a pretty good energy. I, I think he would be a, a name that makes sense. And there are also two ways to look at it, too, because – 
Kansas hasn't even named an interim coach yet. And Kansas could decide to go interim coach for a year and push this thing off to November, October, whenever, um, when there might be more candidates available or some of the candidates they like might be cheaper. Um, and also maybe that would help keep the roster together too. So I don't think it's necessarily determined what timeline Kansas will use to hire a coach. I do think there will be interest. And, you know, I, I do think there are some good names out there. Troy Calhoun's another name uh, that I think could be pretty interesting for them. So, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I think they do have a lot of options. We'll switch gears here on you uh, for the last thing. Uh, so on the basketball side, David McCormick and Tristan, how do you say that? Inyama, Inuya? Well, anyway. it's, actually, it's actually in Aruna. In Aruna. In Aruna. All right. There you go. Get the Kansas expert to say that one for me. So they're not <laughs> going to be available for the Big 12 tournament with COVID issues. Is this an isolated incident? And how does this impact uh, Kansas going into not only Big 12 conference uh, tournament play, but March Madness as well? Um, so from what it sounds like, it does sound like it's an isolated incident, and particularly that the two of them are roommates. And uh, Kansas has been off. Kansas hasn't been playing games. And kind of even more interesting than that, uh, David McCormick has been a guy who's taken some time off from practice to kind of uh, rest up and heal. He's had some kind of a lingering lingering injury uh, that's kept him from practicing really a lot. So um, it, it would sound like, and based on everything I've heard, that this is a you know extremely isolated. And Aruna is a guy who doesn't even play that much. Uh, they just happen to to live in the same room basically. Um, the, the expectation at this point is that they are out. Uh, and that's a hard, you know, not going to play in the Big 12 tournament, but will be back. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I want to say definitively, uh, but it sounds like definitively will be at least expected back for the NCAA tournament. And you got to remember, too, uh, you know, the NCAA tournament being pushed back a day, that probably helps with the timeline. Uh, Bill Self said today is not the first day they're learning about this. So those guys have been uh, quarantining or taking care of whatever they need to do. And the expectation is they will have both back, although obviously – you know, David McCormick is the, is the more important of the two just for the encore product. All right, Scott, here comes the silliest question of the day. What can we find on Kansas247sports.com? Uh, the last remaining uh, remnants of my sanity, uh, I think. <laughs> no, uh, you, you can find a lot. Look, there's, there's a lot up there right now, a lot of football stuff, some basketball stuff, too, pre- previewing the Big 12 tournament. I, it's still a look. It's still a really exciting time for hoops. Obviously, football coaching stuff is going to get going soon. So uh, we got a lot of coverage up there. I'm I'm really looking forward to this Big 12 event, and especially seeing seems like Baylor down there is absolutely rolling heading into the tournament. I love watching that team. Uh, so just really excited to see some basketball. Scott, thanks. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. That's Scott Chasen from Kansas 24/7.